This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Lankmar, City of Thieves, a Savage Worlds campaign. Session 1. A Mask in the Night. I gotta have my own thing. Hey everybody, we are playing Savage Worlds, Thieves of Lankmar. This is our session zero slash session one. We just uh, did character creation. So why don't we go down around, uh, around the table, introduce yourself and introduce your character and kind of what the concept is. I'm Brian, I'm playing Dale Zero Santo, also known as Deadbolt. Uh, he's a thief and crossbow specialist. Uh, burglar, second story work type specialist. I don't like using the word specialist twice in one thing. But, whatever. It's too late now. It's on tape. Can't go back and change it. It's canon. Fuck. Specialist. (laughs) Now, BJ, I am playing Deidre Frost, an ice mage. And I'm, of course, you know, playing the opposite side because I'll be a nice, cold woman. That's really everything right now. Learn more about her as we continue on. And I will not be doing a woman's voice because I suck at it. Thank you. I am Nick. I am playing Gabby Joe Cagliato. I like it. Joe's a, he's a big fella, you know? He's got a thing about his weights. Don't talk about it, don't mention it. Be your best friend. Man, like to talk, like to talk to everybody. He, uh, he's a, he's a pretty brawny fella. Likes, he has a giant, giant great axe with him, you know? Likes to smash people's heads with it. It's kind of his thing. Uh, he's a little bit of an intimidating guy. Good at noticing stuff. He kind of takes the lead. Used to kind of run his own street gang, but then, uh, that kind of went downhill south, you know, when the things happened. We don't talk about that. <clears throat> Can you spell his last name or say it again? Cagliato. Yeah. C-A-G-L-I-A-T-O. So, I want to make, and this is like a Fear the Boot thing. None of you know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, I know. It's a podcast. And they oftentimes talk about the group template, which is just sort of like oh, yeah. your reason to etch. And it's really simple. So... This is kind of an open discussion. It should be fairly short. Uh, in just a few words, what is this group supposed to be? A mess. Impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, impulsive. Well, I'll tell you what. So we thought it would be a great idea to get together and rob these dudes. And they were kind of dicks, so nobody cared about it. But then we got caught. And then we went on the run. And then the police started chasing us. Just terrible all around. Muscle for a quick score. Okay. That's what I just said. <laughs> my, my thought in terms of how you guys fit into this world is that you are freelance thieves in Lankmar, which means you're not... Affi- That's what I just said! Not affiliated with the Thieves Guild. The hey. Thieves Guild is very powerful in Lankmar. It actually kind of runs everything sub Rosa. And... Sub what? Under the Rose. 
you know, Rose. down at the. Oh, Rosa, down in the corn. Yeah, no, nice gal. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, freelance thieves, basically. I, I think that's good with you. What common experiences have you been through in your past? And I'm going to. I might run at some point, go out of time sequence, and do like a prequel adventure. So, come up with something good. How did you all get together, and what what was the thing that made you a cohesive, tight knit group? I'm going to say I knew Gladys Joe. Is that right? Gabby Joe. Gabby Joe. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> My oldest and bestest friend. Glass Joe. Body blow. Body blow. Um. <laughs> Glass jug Joe. Uppercut. Uppercut. Deadbolt is ex-military. He was in the militia. Like the city guard of Lake Mar? Mm. Or a different... The I don't remember much about the setting, but there's kind of like an army, isn't there? Kind of. So the, the Lake Mar is one of the eight cities. Okay. Uh, that is a loose confederation that's ruled by an overlord, and for our purposes, we could say you were in that regional military. Okay. Yeah. Which is a different thing than being a city guard, because a city guard is more or less a cop. Yeah. I'll say I met him at some point during my service. I don't know if you also want to tie into that, or I'll let you spin that however you want. Um... I started trying to, you know, get a little extra for my retirement once I got out. And, of course, once you start the sort of thing, once you get a raise, suddenly your needs meet your income. And Lankmar is an expensive city, so it's just kind of become a habit. What did you do in the military? Um, logistics. Supplies. Supply commissary and logistics. Yeah. <laughs> like Oddball and... Uh, no, not at all. Uh, crap game in Kelly's Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you guys are looking. Yosarian, Yosarian. And Milo. Yeah, Milo. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> the syndicate. Um, yeah, so I really don't know how that means we all came together. Well, let me tell you. So, Joe, they tried to put Joe in the military. It turns out he's got flat feet. Didn't work so well. All the marching, the moving, the wearing heavy armor. Not his thing. So, being the small guy he is, petite, you know, he decided to sneak off one night. He enlisted the help of Dale to get out. Because, you know, Dale's all sneaky and shit. One of them crafty folks. All right. And you two basically went AWOL. Sure. And went to Lankmar, where you could kind of disappear. Yeah. How did you meet up with, uh, with Deirdre in Lankmar? And what brought you to Lankmar from the frozen waste, Deirdre? Did you know Rosa? Trade caravan to Lankmar. <laughs> we were attacked en route. By the Mingles? Sure. <laughs> um, now that uh, after the attack, I found myself stranded in Lankmar. And I guess it's just a need for money. And happened on these two sitting in the... Uh, Bar one day discussing some sort maybe of plans. Do we maybe find you after the attack on the caravan? Like, as could we're going be. away? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll roll with that. So, so there is a, a story about you as a group, about your journey on foot 
across the sunken lands and through the Great Salt Marsh to the city of Lankmar that I'm sure was filled with adventure. Adventure. Bonding. and Puzzlement. Confusion. And somehow not getting any experience still being out of sense. Yes. <laughs> and wilderness skills, which we don't actually have on our character sheet anymore. Yeah, we were told, we we were told this those. would be an urban campaign, so <laughs> let's not flashback that well, mostly urban. There might be a time when the heat is on and maybe uh, you have to go and this knock is an around. an urban outfit. Knock around sir. the rest of the world. Uh, so what's your current status? What do you mean? Poor. Uh, you're all pretty broke. Broke, need a money, need a shelter. I have, nothing, uh, I have nothing but the axe on my back. You've got lodging, quite literally. I'd assume you're all broke, and and because it's iconic to the setting, you have lodgings at the Silver Eel Tavern. So you've got like a room upstairs that is yours, and that uh, Bragi, the proprietor of the Silver Eel Tavern, gives you for some of the money that will get deducted at the end of each adventure. Um, what stopped you, each of you, from joining the Thieves' Guild? Or maybe specifically you, Dale? I don't like being told what to do. I had enough of that in the army. You know, I came here to be my own... I don't want anybody taking a percentage off the top. Mm-hmm. Which the Thieves' Guild does. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to unionize. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tell you what to steal and what yeah, not to steal. Yeah. I'm going to make my own score, and it's going to be my retirement. And I'm going to be the one living on the beach. Joe, you seem like a natural for the Slayer's Guild. Why so, didn't you join the Slayer's Guild? So here's what happened. You know, I had my gang. We was growing up. We was on the street. We were doing really nice for ourselves. We had a little territory carved out. The Slayer's Guild didn't like that. So there's the ones who's tipped off the army to come get us. Oh, That's so it's, how a, I got it's stuck an old, old grudge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there really isn't any guild for you. You're just you're yep. an outsider that came to Lankmar. Yep. Uh... Each of you give me a contact in Lankmar. So I don't care if you're all fucking orphans with no brothers or sisters. Rosa. And no love interests. I call Rosa. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but, so I'm not going to do the, you know, oh, you know, so-and-so is a hostage. Or, but I want you all to give me a contact. So Rosa is what? Is she a member of the Courtesans Guild, or is she a, just a uh, tavern lynch? She's a member of the Courtesans Guild. Okay. A whore with a heart of gold. And how about how about Deirdre? Um, Do you have a contact here in Lankmar? Not really. Got it. Um, Where do you get your components from? Whatever shop sells them. Uh, okay. That's going to be... Uh, Sarkar, who's an alchemist. How about Dale? Otis, bartender. He runs me a tab. Where? Who cares? This is the tab. <laughs> Not at the Silver Eel, because that's braggy. Okay. Um, and the two unicorns. What kind of place is the two unicorns? sort of place where they need the business of a guy who can only pay like once every six months. Okay. Well, the uh, the Silver Eel is on Ordure Lane. At the, kind of the intersection of Dim Alley and Ordure Lane, to give you an 
idea of what an upscale establishment it is. Okay. Uh, but the two unicorns sounds like much the same. It's just you go there when you can't pay your tab at the Silver Eel, basically. Okay. Uh, okay, so we got that. I think we're ready to begin. Like the actual game part of the game. Whoa. I think that's a first. All right, so it's closing time at the Silver Eel. Uh, closing forever. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I started with the second verse, so I won. <laughs> Lots more need for alcohol. Uh, Bragi is like, uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Oh, wait a minute, you live upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I want my money back for my room. You don't live upstairs at the Silver Eel. You have a humble flat nearby. All of us? All of you. And okay. Yeah. Little little cozy place. Uh, you, amazing what you can do by hanging up some... So, so basically a little average shed you see on the farm with the no paint and the woods all gray and... No, no, because it's like multi-story buildings, so I mean, you're okay. more like in like a... The, the entire thing is like falling down, like there's gaps in the wood everywhere. Yeah. And there's like one rotted out window. But we have ragged curtains in front of that one window. That's right. Yep. <laughs> we ignore the cold immediately next to it you can see through plainly. But... Uh, there are... Rosa told me they look nice. It's a, it's a pretty rough mix in the bar tonight. There looks like a, uh, mingle sailor, um, the, uh, a few guys that look like, uh, about a step above beggars, um, uh, one big bruiser kind of looking dude that... Uh, has had a few too many, and uh, Bragi is a big, bald guy, very muscular. Um, he's not really friendly to anybody, but uh, he's like, okay, uh, time to get out. I need to go to bed. Everyone, leave, go, and people kind of start stomping out. I'll leave after the crowd leaves. Okay. He says, "Lady, you too." I'll be on my way in a moment. All right. Yeah. There. It was a good night, eh, Groggy? Lots of fun out there. Groggy. That's what I said, you know? Groggy, you're my best friend. We love each other. You're pushing it. All right. He checks your tabs to make sure you're all settled. I'm already outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the first one out there. I finished surprisingly quickly. <laughs> Says, all right. Good night now. And, you know, closes the door behind you and you're out in the damp streets, uh, cobblestone streets. There's mist and smoke, which is pretty typical. Lankmar is called the city of seven score thousand smokes because there's like all these little charcoal fires and mm. braziers and different, you know. And so it's kind of Londonish in that sense. Like there's a lot of uh, vog, basically, or smoggy bullshit a lot of the time. And uh, you start heading to your quarters. Um, you see, uh, probably box text. Uh, the night smog is thick and odious. 
making the torches spaced periodically along dim lane appear a weak orange color. As the other patrons shuffle and stagger their way home, you hear a scream issue from an alley across the way. Oh! A little more feminine than that. The other patrons look up fearfully and hurry into the darkness, but you linger a moment longer, curious. A slim figure, lady of the evening, backs her way out of the alley, facing away from you. She seems familiar, and then you remember she was in the Silver Eel a little while previous, mingling with the crowd. A second figure, hood drawn up to hide his face, emerges from the shadows and advances towards her. He has a sword at the ready. Two more assailants arrive from either end of Dim Lane. They close in on the defenseless woman surrounding her and cutting off her escape. She backs away and spins about, frantic to keep her attackers at bay. Spying you, she, sh- she shakes a small satchel tethered to her belt. Jingle, jingle, jingle. <sighs> a pouch full of coins, she cries out. My evening's work. Yours if you drive these heartless bravos away. Aye, says one of the attackers. Try it and taste our steel as well. With that, he takes another step toward his quarry. The courtesan screams again and stumbles back, tripping and falling. You spy a dark, floppy object drop from her grasp as she lands, cowering. What do you do? Entangle. (laughs) Gotta be impulsive. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure I can take all three of these guys by myself. I'm pretty sure I could shoot all these guys by myself from a safe distance. So you're going to engage with them? Yes. Pure pressure. Life's tough. So obviously I want to keep the Courtesans Guild happy and safe. Sure. I mean, Rosa, if nothing else. I'm going to give you each... We're going to use the adventure deck. Ooh. So I'm going to give you each an adventure card. This is, you can use it any time during the game. I am filled with adventure! Yeah, really. Yeah. And then we'll also do initiative in the usual way. Alright. Does anyone have anything that's just like, he had power surge, he can get power points, which isn't even a mechanic in this setting. So did oh. anyone get anything that no. completely pointless? No, I've, I've got one that could probably be used at a higher level. Okay. Well, they aren't. They, you don't have to use them. They aren't always going to be useful, and sometimes they'll be harmful. Let's uh, play when facing any kind of creature that has immunity or invulnerability. One character may ignore those special abilities of the creature for the duration of the combat. All right. Does any? No one has any edges that are like affect your initiative, right? Nope. And you all get three bennies. Yep. No one has locked her. All right. The deuce. An ace for Joe. Oh, I'm going this way. And seven of diamonds for Deirdre. Oh, and these guys get a jack. The knave. So, Joe. All right. Uh, Does one of these guys seem more leadery, more important than the rest? They all look like... Okay. They're all uh, dressed in... Cloak, hooded cloaks, uh, dark clothing generally. Okay. Uh, the if any one of them is the leader, it's the guy that's closest to the woman with the sword drawn. Okay. So what I will do is I will unsling my battle axe, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> slowly trot forward as I do, uh, interpose myself, 
all of myself between the lovely lady and the bravo. He says, ah, you're a fat one. And then I will attempt to cleave his head in twain. Okay. Alright, fighting, we have a d8, a d6. We will use this pair as your mini. <laughs> Enough, Pipsweek. Leave the nice lady alone, right? Huh. So that's a three. Okay. You swing and he dodges it and kind of <laughs> shows a mouthful of crooked and stained teeth. Too slow, fat boy. Now get out of my way. Uh, they go. Okay. He is going to lunge at you with his short sword. Uh, miss wildly. <coughs> he just kind of swings it at you, like to warn you away, mm-hmm. basically. But uh, the other two guys creep up from the sides, and they've got their they've got their daggers out. Sure. So while this guy's doing this kind of show with the short sword, they're going to step in. Plus one. Uh, will the six hit you? It will. Okay. Ten damage with the dagger. Toughness seven. Okay, you're shaken. And the other one with a plus two will a five hit you. Here he is five. Okay. Five damage. Not enough. Okay, so you're shaken. Uh, one of these guys gets him with the dagger and doesn't really give you a stab, but gives you a good slice that kind of gets gets your attention. Okay. And the other guy is like trying to figure out where to, in all that bulk, where to stick it. Damn right. So, uh, uh, I get that problem all the time. Deirdre. I'll use Entangle on the sword and play guy. Okay. Uh, not exactly sure how Entangle works. Uh, I think it has a, it, it's a burst template. Entangle. The caster picks his casting modifier before he invokes a spell, depending on the creature or area he wishes to affect. For a minus one casting modifier, Entangle targets a single opponent of size plus three or smaller. Okay. That's all it tells me. It doesn't really tell me anything else. Yeah, so I mean, it depends on how much you want to sink into it. That I'm not, I'm just gonna If you're targeting a single guy, then it's a minus one. Yep. And so it's a d10 and a d6, d6 right? better of the two. I will get a hit. 16. Alright, with a raise. No, 11, so... A raise restrains the target fully. He cannot move or use any skills linked to agility or strength. Each following around the entangled target may make a strength or agility roll to break free. Other characters, blah, blah, blah. Okay. What's it look like when you cast your spell? I'm going to say the... The fog and moisture around him starts to solidify and freeze around him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's these so. crystalline webs of ice that form around the guy, and he's like, "Ah, what sort of trickery is this?" And Deadbolt. Uh, is any of them unhurt? All of them. Are unhurt. 
<laughs> tuned out for a minute there. Sorry. <laughs> I assume my partners were cleaning up. Um, I will shoot one. Um, one of the daggers or the entangled guy with the sword? One of the daggers. I'm assuming the entangled guy is at least incapacitated. He's uh can't act right now. Yeah. Okay. He's not threatening. Uh, okay, so I will shoot my crossbow at a dagger. It's got a Hits with a raise? Yeah, it's 15. Uh, so that's a D6 plus. Two, 11 points. Alright, uh, one guy drops. Ah! And. Uh, is bleeding out in a pool in the streets. I will adjust my position and reload. Okay. So reload is your next it's round. A, well, oh no, you have the quick the yeah, little miniature. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh wait a minute, we're not ready for that yet. No. Uh, give me a notice check. Actually, all of you can give me a notice check. I got the snake eyes. Thank you. I'm just so focused on the one guy. Ten? Ten. Okay. You two guys hear a kind of a ratchet and click sound from the roof of a nearby building, one that overlooks the alley. Sounds like someone cocking a crossbow. Okay. Uh, you're too wrapped up in your spell right now. And you're yep. gonna you're gonna be the target. Oh, crap. But it misses. So sweet. You sing and a and a bolt skips off the cobblestone right next to you. Uh, and thunks, you know, ricochets and thunks into the wall okay. of uh, the alley. Now we'll do initiative. You still get a three. <laughs> uh, eight for Six, and they go on a six of spades. So, uh, Joe, Gabby Joe, it's you. Um, so one of the guys with knives is down. Mm-hmm. The guy with the sword is encased in ice. And the guy that stabbed you is still up. Is he? Yeah. Okay, no, we're going for him. Okay. No, wait, no. The guy with the sword called me fat. We'll go but he her. meant it in a nice way. He did not. He was trying to <laughs> provoke you into, you know, making some changes in your life. He's all wrapped up in the ice, and he's like, "I've been like jovial." As I slurped down a Krispy Kreme place. I didn't mean fat as a bad fat. I meant with pH. Uh, seven to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. I'm gonna say that hits with a raise. Okay, so his for a d6 to it? Yeah, his parry is effectively 2. Okay. Because his fighting is 0 right now. Um, damage explodes 2? Mm-hmm. Okay. 28. Okay, you can describe that. Okay, so... I swing at him once, he kind of dodges out of the way, he called me fat. I just get super, super pissed. He starts kind of locking up because of the ice creeping up him, and I just take the time to wind up and just straight through his head. Right down the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a 7-10 split. 
So, uh, you know, the ice shatters and, uh, you know, bone and meat render asunder and this guy just, like, falls into two slightly frozen halves <clears throat> on the street. Uh, I'm big boned. <laughs> you have a six, thyroid issue. Six of spades beats your six of hearts. Crossbow guy is going to shoot at you. Seems reasonable. Because you seem to be like the biggest threat. Oh no, he's reloading. He's not going to shoot at you. Because crossbow, he's got the like. Can the I get to notice model. to see where that <laughs> bolt came from? Yeah. Nine. Okay, yeah, you see it. it's okay. up on the roof, kind of behind you. Uh, a little late, like, but uh, he, that guy actually, yeah, you see him reloading. Okay. And the guy with the <clears throat> dagger is going to kind of like faint at you one more time, <laughs> and then just turn around and book off from him. He goes about. 60 feet. He's going pretty fast. He's going faster than you ever hoped to go. Correct. Uh, sprints down the alley. Uh, away from us? Away from you, yes. Back the way into the darkness that he came out of. Uh, now you can go. Do I want to stop him or do I want to take care of the guy on the roof? Stop him. You know, I'm going to bolt the guy on the roof. Okay. That'd be... Ah, D10. The 2d6 one or the 3d6 one? Uh, I'm going to go with the 2d6, so minus one. Okay. And that's within short range, so... I will get a six. That'll hit. Okay. Even with this partial cover. You know, he's behind the peak of the roof, but his top half is kind of over. For three points. Okay. Horrible. You kind of hear, like... And I assume this is like a... Ice spicules or yeah. something like that. He's like, ow, damn it! And then continues cranking the crossbow. Uh, Dale. Can I still see the guy running down the alley? Yep. I'll shoot at him. Eight. That'll hit. Okay. No, no raise because he's moving okay. fast. So you had a plus two difficulty there. Four. Uh, you also hear like a yip from him, okay. but he keeps running. It does not seem to slow him down. Uh, so we got a blood turn. Crossbow guy <coughs> is going to take his second shot at uh, Joe again and hit. Okay. Seven. Matches Okay, so you didn't. I never actually unshake. Yeah, give me an unshake roll because you acted too. If you don't unshake on this roll, then just give me a Benny. That's just spirit. Spirit. Four. Okay, you unshook. Don't have to spend a Benny. So, uh, so and you're shaking I, again. If I remember right, they got away. They took away the. You have to get a raise to act thing. Yeah. So it's just if you unshake, you automatically go. Yeah, you can act. So, or the, yeah. That crossbow bolt nicks you, and then you see the the crossbow kind of go up and hear kind of the crunch of him going down the backside of the roof 
and getting away. Okay. Like he's walking over the thatched roof and, you know, jumping to the next building and he's already out of sight. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they take off. The, the woman is still there, kind of on the ground, like, oh, oh, thank you. But do you want to pursue or talk to her? You know, I think I prefer to talk to her. I'm not big on the pursuing. I mean, if you guys want to go, you can go. You just want to hit on her. Well, I, I mean, would, but you're the one with tracking. This is true, <laughs> but we're in a city, so we need streetwise instead. You have that. To track? Yeah. Uh, did you see the guy running past? Hey, you, did you see the guy running past? Hmm? I assume the guy that I shot as he was running away has a blood trail that I can try to follow, maybe? Yeah. Well, it's dark and bullshit, but... Sure. Okay. And I'm wearing sunglasses, so... Yeah, I'll try to follow the blood trail. Okay. Uh, give me a tracking. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so, since you're going to follow the blood trail... Okay, not. okay, I guess i got to be useful. Three. Okay, it's pretty dark. You, you go down the alley and... I don't know, it's pretty dark out. It's, uh... <laughs> is that blood, or piss, or... I mean, it's kind of... It's New York City here, so... Uh, you get to the end of the alley where it goes out into a street. Look left, look right, look across the street. You, you, and he's just gone. He's slipped into the night. Uh, meanwhile, back up the whore. Uh, she says, thank you. Uh, the courtesan still sprawled upon the cobble night and nods in appreciation. My thanks. My thanks. She says breathlessly, I would not have lived to see the morning without your aid. Here, as promised. She pulls the small pouch from her belt and tosses it to you. Yours. Thank you, fine lady. Do you know who these folks were? She says... You're a member of the guild, right? Yes, of course. And she kind of points. She's got a a pin on her collar, or, you know, on her garment of, like, a heart. And it, it's the signifier of the Courtesans Guild. Mm-hmm. And there are guilds for everything in Lake Warren. Right. Um, most of them have some kind of insignia. The Thieves Guild does not. Like, because... They're a Thieves Guild. Yeah. So, um, some of them don't. But the Courtesans Guild, you know, advertises, basically. Um, she says, no, I don't know who they were. They followed me out of the Silver Eel. When I asked the first one if he wanted company for the remainder of the evening, he tried to lay his hands on me. Bastard. Well, yeah, I mean, you pay first, and then you... Obviously. Yeah. Um, my name is Leela. 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 I'm Gabby Joe. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. And she yeah. she offers you a ladylike handshake. Oh, oh. She's, uh... I'll, I'll gently clasp it in my giant... Paw. Paw. Yeah. She, she's, uh, kind of a cut above... What would normally be in the silver eel? Like, usually that's the lowest form. Okay, what do we got here? Come here often. Love interest. Play on a non-player character to encourage a romantic interest for your hero. The target helps to the best of her abilities, but may frequently cause trouble as well. She's like... Really? You're you're falling (laughs) for a whore? I play the cards that were dealt to me. I like big men. I think that's so literal. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian. <laughs> well, that's nice, because I like you. I am subtly and smoothest incarnate. 
Everybody likes her. Right? Where did the blood go? <laughs> so, she's, uh, you know, kind of dusting herself off. And Brian, you know exactly where the blood went. It's doing all the thinking right now. <laughs> all right, go ahead. She's kind of dusting herself off and getting herself arranged. Um, what the fuck is it with me and Savage Worlds? <laughs> Uh, I had no intention of this character being like that at all. And she reaches to the ground and picks up the thing that she dropped. Oh, yes. What is that? Oh, this? Yeah. Uh, It's a trifle for a party I was supposed to attend tonight. And she shows it. Are you back? Sure. Okay. She shows it to you. (laughs) It's a mask. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the company would be better at the eel, but judging by the boorish behavior of these rakes, I was wrong. And it's so it's like a black mask, but where the eye holes would be, it's got these like smooth sapphire gems. That looks very fine indeed, milady. May I ask where this party was? Like, what what is this trifle? That seems quite impressive. She says, uh, "Oh, it was just it was just a thing that uh, uh, there were some people I was interested in a week ago, and it seemed." You know, important, but as the week went on, it just didn't seem as appealing to me. So I had the mask in case I wanted to go to the party, but I just had a change of heart, I suppose. Are we done here? I don't know. Are we? <laughs> do you have some more place to, safe to stay tonight, Lila? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Okay, that's good. You should look me up sometime. I'm staying at the silver eel. The place near the silver eel. Yeah. <laughs> She says, literally the name of the building. The, the, place, the place near the silver eel. You can't miss it. It's the one with curtains. <laughs> oh, I know that. Yeah, because yeah. I see I see you through the the, the slats. <laughs> in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you should put some curtains up over that too. Really, oh. I mean, okay. Or I mean, maybe a. Never mind. It's fine. Like okay. I'm going to take the skilled craftsmanship or construction. <laughs> uh, knowledge, carpet, knowledge carpentry. Yep. What if I should have done that? That would be fantastic to play. Well, I will look you up. This this ordeal has left me weary and out of sorts, but I'll be in touch. I feel like I should be asking more about this mask and this other party, but I don't know what the hell to ask. Okay, obviously. <laughs> Those sapphires in your eyes, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Can I have said mask? She says, uh, well, it's not, it's not really mine to, to give. I'll give you a gold for it. Oh, no, it's worth much more than that. The gems alone, I should probably return it to its owner. And who is its owner? Uh, I didn't. Give me a persuade. On the other hand, if we just kill her, we could get an extra profit out of this whole situation. That's There's no time in Savage World, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cowardly, impulsive, and mean, so that, you know. Five. Oh, because you have a minus two? Yep. Okay. Because I don't have Persuade. <laughs> she said, oh, uh, this, this fellow named Fustin gave it to me. F-U-S-T-A-M. It was for a thing, and it was a like I said, as the week went on, it seemed <clears throat> like a lame idea. But oh, if you like, we can return the mask. 
Let us know where he is. You know, I don't really... Like, I met him at an event. I don't really know where he lives, so I'm going to have to wait until I run into him again. No, not that kind of event. <laughs> met him it was, at an event. It was more of like a church thing. On the Street of the Gods. Lankmar has a street called the Street of the Gods. As you do. As you do. And the... It has a pecking order to it, so there are thousands and thousands of gods in Lankmar. And the reason I put emphasis on the word in is that there are also the gods of Lankmar. The gods in Lankmar are the flavor of the month. And the newest ones with the poorest and smallest following are way at the east end of by the Marsh Gate. And then they get more established and have bigger followings and bigger temples and so forth as you work your way toward the West Gate. Um, so the ones that have been, you know, well-established <clears throat> gods in Lankmar for hundreds or thousands of years are very close to the West End. And then there's the ancient black temple of the gods of Lankmar. No one ever goes in there. No one ever talks about them. There's a sense of fear about the gods of Lankmar. They are not openly worshipped, but also recognized as the actual true gods of Lankmar. So I just... Is I d- <laughs> huh? That is fucked up. It kind of is. I just hear XP, XP. <laughs> Let's go there. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like asking a first level character, hey, how would you like to explore this lich's dungeon? Yeah, that's... that's I kind of do, but... <laughs> <laughs> Medicating says I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm overconfident. Why don't we just this skip into Dolgoldur? What could go wrong? I'm impulsive. Let's do it. Hey, we're all impulsive. Is, Let's all go do it. This is a great idea. I bet no one has ever broken in there before. It's probably like a whole bunch of, you know, who mm-hmm. we can get. <laughs> Campaign broken. Man. You, you want to go there? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never expect it from level ones. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I won't be on point. <laughs> I'm gonna break open the window and stand back. <laughs> Wait, I have to crawl through a window? This is a terrible plan. Okay, get us a door. Come on, they will never expect us just to walk through the front door, say hi, and do whatever we want. They're always expecting the back window or some secret entrance. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, same with the girl with the mask. <clears throat> so I assume Leela's now walking off at this point. Yeah, yeah. she's paid you and thanked you. Um, How much do we get out of her? Yeah, I was just wondering that myself. Two gold, six silver smurducks, and one bronze eggle. So that's a total of, that's three more, five gold and 5.1. Two gold, six silver, one bronze. That works. Yes. Okay. Or 5.1 gold. So you each have 1.7 gold, if you like. Mm, right. Just, just If you're going to divide it. Just leave it that way for now. 1.7 gold each. Yeah. Where do I? Okay. We're subdividing. Um, check the Bravo's bodies. Uh, they... Don't have. I mean, they have uh, two daggers and a sword. Two daggers and a short sword. Yes. You know. I mean, I can probably throw those at somebody. Probably. 
Well, I can't because I have no skill in throwing, but. Well, come on now. You have a D4 minus 2. You get a shot. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an empty sack. Apparently worth one gold. Yeah, that's expensive. <laughs> Literally like the most valuable item on this equipment list. A sack to put shit well, in. Well, we can always use a sack. One sack with two daggers and a short sword in it. Uh, one strip also, of cloth, which also, formerly had two daggers and a short sword. Who wants a sack <laughs> and the daggers and the sword? So. Also a crowbar. Ooh. Worth one gold. So we have a sack and a crowbar. Um, two times dagger, one time short sword. And everyone can give me a streetwise check. One and a one. Four. It's a three, right? Yeah. <laughs> Both threes. Oh, I see. Okay. Four. Five. Okay. You're both, you two are both pretty sure, like you don't know these guys by name or reputation, but you're pretty sure these are guild thieves. Okay. And I'm just calling them Hank and George. As you do. Um, uh, what does one do with bodies in Lake Mar? Leave them. Okay. But they go go through with the cart in the morning and pick up the dead. I mean, that's almost literally true. There are like bodies in the streets every morning. Perfect. So I'm gonna roll to recover my coral from the dead guy. Yep. I'm gonna strip them because they have cloaks, which I can use to cover the holes in the walls. Okay. Two hooded cloaks, well worn. They'll make excellent curtains. Right, so we got the other one. Why don't we just skin them? <laughs> that would be atrocious. Be Why would you say that? Because none of us are leather workers. I mean, if all we care about is, you know, shielding ourselves from the light of the garish sun. Leave them to rot like ignominious things. Yeah, none of us have leather working, so we can't Nothing in their pockets or anything else just like that? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, Special tattoos, anything like that? They do have some small change on them. There's another uh, 11 cents each. One a-hole and one tick a piece. What, is that, what does that translate to in gold? 0.11 gold. I guess, but I mean if you convert... You know, after this adventure, we might be able to get cable TV for our place. That'd be great. Maybe we could get the TV. <laughs> so are you guys gonna go to the? No, no, that's not. We just need to say that we have cable. Be able to say that we have cable TV. It gets them in the door. I mean, that's yeah, the important part. Oh, Everyone knows you steal it from your neighbor. My God. The TV, yes. <laughs> and the cable. <laughs> Actually, the whole apartment <laughs> and the door. <laughs> so you gonna go to the Temple of the Gods of Lankmar? <laughs> I say yes. We're impulsive. Let's go. No, probably not. It's pretty late. He's cowardly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. I don't want to know more about it before I end up. So I could at least make sure that I could outrun whatever it was while I'm All you have to do is just, outrun him. That's Which you I'm have saying. a really good chance of doing. I just want to be able to make sure I outrun it while it feasts on your. Corpses. If you have to, nail him in the knee with a bolt 
You don't have to. <laughs> just, just Believe me, you don't While have to. While the thing to. is feasting on him, we get away. <laughs> so are you going to retire to your quarters for the evening? Sure. Um, I'd like to follow the blood trail now. Oh, okay. Give me a tracking. Ow. You give a shit. Priorities, Brian. <laughs> I mean, Dale. Eleven. This blood trail? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you grab one of the, the sort of public torches. You know, stuff is tends, streets tend to be torch lit. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's the blood trail. And uh, Yeah, why didn't you just follow the trail there, right? It's, follow, it's right there. Follow it goes down, down the street. Down the alley, it makes a left turn. And uh, it goes from... A pretty good stream at the beginning to drops, like he was picking up speed and maybe clotting a little, or he wrapped it up in something. Wrapped it or something. Uh, but it heads down the street toward uh, the thieves' house, which is the headquarters of the guild. Huh. And you lose the trail once you get onto the big street a ways. Okay. Um, even with that great roll, just because there's not as much blood coming out. But yeah, pretty sure he was heading home to base. Okay, basically. Okay, and the thieves' house is not too far from the Silver Eel. I could, we could unburden the table and pull out the city map, but uh, that's I could show you. But we won't do that right now because that's, 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 that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Huh? That's a horrible thief. I'll just leave a blood trail up to my headquarters. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like the trail disappears a good two hundred yards. But it was heading in that direction, and it's reasonable to surmise that that's where he was heading. Yeah. The thing about the Thieves Guild headquarters is what are we going to do about it when that answer is nothing? Because that's just about as dumb as storming the temple of the old gods. So, yeah, um, they were almost certainly guild thieves. Uh, which Are guild thieves opportunists, or do they only work with a plan? It depends. Okay. So there, there are the thieves' guild is kind of also in charge of the beggar masters' guild, uh, or the the beggars' guild. I mean, it's kind of a uh, <clears throat> sister organization, but it's housed out of the same building. Okay. Um, so there are a lot of ways to be a guild thief. Like you could be a cut purse, which means you go work the crowds, and they just you know your assignment is to go work this crowd and cut all the purses you want. We don't decide who. But if you're going after a big score, um, the way the Thieves Guild actually earns its money is more or less as a protection racket. So, so shopkeepers and merchants and those types of people pay the Thieves Guild to not be targeted by the Thieves Guild. And if you don't pay, then that's kind of an assigned job that you're going to be hit. And, uh, the government, such as it is in Lankmar, basically tolerates and cooperates with this because the Thieves Guild does a better job of policing crime than the City Watch does. You know, they make they make sure that there aren't any independent people operating. Um, so you probably now have a black mark against your names if any of those thieves could that got away could point you out again, like. You've, you've been flying below the radar so far. 
but uh, this may get an assassin on your trail hmm. if they can identify you. Like it was dark and things were happening quickly, and who knows? Tell you, let's just go straight to the temple and grab an assassin on us, so might as well. But I have faith that a plot will present itself. It will. I will go back to my lodgings to sleep off my prolonged squawk. We'll hang some of our newfound curtains over, yeah, the, over the little gaps in the wall. I assume that's what he was doing. So the following morning, way before you're ready to get up, like crack of dawn, yeah, the, the new curtains plugged a few of the drafty holes, so we're sleeping a little more comfortable. Right. The, uh, about the crack of dawn, you, you know, are snoring soundly, and you hear a bit of a commotion out in the street, out in the alley under your window. Just, oh, someone call the city guard. Call the guy with the wagon. What a mess. I'd like to look at all these fucking curtains in the way now. <laughs> oh, the sun is too bright. <laughs> it burns, it burns. <laughs> uh, out in the street, or out in the alley, uh, you see... Hanging out. It's <laughs> the name of the song, so it was a free association thing. You see uh, Leela lying dead in the street <gasps> and sorry hold my card back <laughs> uh, and two other persons wearing hooded cloaks you son of a bitch are you sleepwalking again no um, we got some more curtains outside though <laughs> one of them uh, has a you can see he has like a bandage around his calf that's kind of soaked in blood. Yeah, yeah. from being shot in his calf by yeah. crossbow. Yeah, and, and the other one uh, has like a bandolier of crossbow bolts. And he's dead too? And he's dead too. Hmm. Wait. The two guys that got away I and Leela are all dead. Oh, they're all dead. Okay. In in the alley under your window. Sorry, I thought the two guys were standing there and Lucy Lilo was dead. No, all all three okay. of them are dead. So there's three dead bodies and like you know, it's not uncommon again for there to be dead bodies in Wait. alleys in the morning, but uh, th- these are drawing some attention. Uh, and someone has asked for the uh, the dead wagon to come and Quick, go loot the bodies. Crossbow bolts, Close. curtains. Yeah. Is the mask still by Leela? Uh, you don't see it. Let's go investigate. Okay. All right. Is, is there a big crowd outside? Uh, a few people. Just a Just, few people. Yeah, like, has someone called the guard? Yep, yep, they're, on, they're supposed to be here in a bit. And uh, the, the dead wagon will be here by 8 o'clock because he gets rounds. Tell how the two guys died. Uh, well, when you look at the bodies, you notice uh, it's actually quite unusual. Their eyes are all missing. All their eyes are missing with only empty, scorched sockets, staring sightlessly from slightly blackened faces. Knowledge, Argana? Cousin Town or something? <laughs> sure. 
I will get a five. Uh, this is <coughs> some sort of sorcery, but nothing you've ever seen like so. Okay. Huh. How are they arranged? Um, just dumped, or are they? No, like they dropped dead there. Really? Yeah. In a line, or mm, in just or scattered about. Not in a heap, not piled on top of one another, but all fairly close to each other. Um, laying on their backs, kind of, you know, splayed out like that. And Layla's eye is missing too? Yes, all three of them. Same appearance of injury. So there is a, uh, two cloaks, a 18 corals, and a bandolier for crossbow. I'm not sure I'm comfortable leaving the bodies in the middle of the street in the daytime. They got a cart. If you don't do it, someone else will. Fine. I'll take the bandolier. I'll throw it in our sack. Our place is right there. I'm literally just taking everything off and then throwing it in the sack. (laughs) Alright, give me a uh, notice roll. Just him. Yeah. Uh, Five. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Leela has a uh, mask. Okay. It's, I mean, like, into her little sack is, nice is the mask the same one she had last night? Yeah, it's the same okay. same one with kind of these sapphire eyes. Uh, so that was weird. So we now have a mask with sapphire eyes, some more curtains to plug some more holes. We're starting to get a little privacy now. Oh, give me another streetwise check. Not modified by your charisma. Five. I got a five. Three. Okay. You two recognize one of these guys, the guy with the wound in his leg. Yeah. Also, like, you know, you've pretty much made these guys as guild thieves, but you know this guy by look and reputation, or he's been pointed out to you before. He's a, a guy named Pelp. Pelp. And he is, you know, known to you as a guild thief. Do we know any details about him? No. Specialty or... No. Just, I mean, like, it isn't too often that people are outed as guild thieves, but he was, you know, there was talk in the neighborhood. Hmm. He was certainly in the gang. Okay. Really, that just means he was a terrible thief. Somebody cleaning house? Maybe. Uh, is there any... Investigating stuff you want to do, or do you want to wrap there? I don't know if those concerns us. I'm happy to end my involvement with this matter and go back to bed. I profited a bandolier and 1.81 gold pieces. <laughs> is bandolier have any in-game effect, or is it just a style choice? Style choice. Yes. I guess I would like to maybe investigate the mask and maybe go talk to Rosa about Leela and see what she got herself into. Alright. So I was scoping out this Dane the other day. No, baby, don't get jealous. (laughs) Uh, So you go down to 
Rose's usual, this would be later mm -hmm. in the afternoon, about the start of her shift, and uh, to her usual hangout. And uh, she's like, hey, Gabby Joe. Hey, Rosa. How's it going? It's, it's business, is, business is good. Is it really good or just good? It's just good. Oh. I can fix that for you. <laughs> oh, you kidder. You yeah. never pay. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I just had this this thing anyway that's kind of clearing up, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the huge. What's up with, what's new with you? You keeping out of trouble? Oh, you know me. Yes. No. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so I found this. We was talking to this lady last night. We kind of helped her out of spot of trouble. Name of Leela. Know who she is? Oh, Leela? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in She's in the guild. I mean, she's... Yeah, yeah. So we, we helped her out. She was getting attacked by some Bravos last night. Thieves Guild, we're pretty oh, sure. But what? Deep in the DL. Um, we beat them off, and she was on her way home by herself. You beat... You... <laughs> That's her job. He's the yeah, best you know. Jack in the county. <laughs> Sorry. It's my secret move. <laughs> I use just the face. It's super effective. She says, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, 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 yeah, these, the, I can't believe thieves attacked Leela. It's super strange. I've never seen anybody attack one of the guild before. No, like, I mean, everybody knows to leave you alone because then you don't get any. Yeah. Terrible. Well, I mean, there's, you know, agreements of mutual support and among yeah. the guild. Like, right? we hire the thieves guild if we need a John that didn't pay to, you know, pay... <laughs> then they help us out, and you know we help them out if they right? take a bath and stuff. Yes. So, so we thought everything was all well and good. Um, this morning we find her dead outside. <gasps> dead? Yeah. Dead. And dead. the other two thieves, because there were four thieves, we killed two of them. Two of them got away. Uh -huh. The other two are dead with her. All their eyes are burned out. <gasps> we she had this mask. And you didn't do that. I'm good. Why but I'm would not you burn your eyes out? You have an axe. Okay, so you, okay, they were just dead this morning. With yeah. You. Okay. Right? That's so, cre That's freaky. I know. And she had this mask. You got to go downtown for that kind of action. <laughs> Rosa, focus, focus, Rosa. So she had this mask on her. You know anything about this? She said somebody gave it to her for some event that was happening. I'm uh, kind of show her the mask a little bit. Give me a persuasion at plus two. Snake eyes. I would like to use a Benny on that. Actually, can I? Can no. I use snake eyes? Can. Earn a Benny. She says I don't know nothing about no mask. Okay. Uh, but you know, Leela's been in a mood lately. Like she's been real. Like suddenly, you know, she just she shows up to work and she does her job and keeps her clients happy and all that. And but lately, it's been like. She's been on this, like, social justice warrior kick kind of thing. Like, you know, how the... And Lankmar? I know, right? Like, all about, you know, pissed off about the injustice of life on the streets for, you know, us regular folk and how the 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 guys with all, all the fat cats and the, the dukes and lords, you know, got all the good stuff and setting things straight and making the wealthy types... You know, pay for looking down their noses at, like the rest of us, you know. And she just had her 
She was just she's been upset about that the last couple of weeks. Hmm. But that's the only thing I've seen going on with Leland. I sure don't know nothing about no party. Okay. Um, she mentioned the guy's name. I can't think Fustin. of it. Fustin. Fustin. Does she know the name Fustin at all? Uh. No, I don't know nothing about no Fustin. Okay. Um, last thing I've mentioned to her is that we recognize one of the thieves as... Felt? Felt. She says, uh... Yeah, I know... I know Pelp. I mean, just to point him out. I don't yeah. know him, know him, but... I mean, in the biblical sense. But, yeah. was He was one of the... Yeah, with, yeah. With the eyes yeah. and the thing? Oh, yeah. oh, gosh. Well, I guess... That's weird. I don't get that. That doesn't add up. Because the Thieves' Guild wouldn't make a, a one of us like a target, right? So they really must have been so. operating a little outside their charter, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Who we talked about that? Well, you could talk with the Thieves' Guild, but given that you just killed two of their guys, they yeah. may not be a friendly conversation. No. Has you ever been in the Old Temple? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. No one goes in the old temple. It's been closed for thousands of years. <laughs> Alright. I no longer have any way to lead this conversation anywhere, so I'm just going to let it end. I didn't even want to go in until you told me I could. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I can't think of anything else to try and get out of her. So. Alright. I guess, does she know anything about the mask or who I could ask about it? Nope. Okay. Never seen, I mean, even if you show it to her, she's like, oh, that's pretty, but no, I've never seen. Oh, right. I, fa- I failed to check on that yeah. one. Yeah. No, no. It's okay. She doesn't know anything about it anyway. Cool. So. Well, I wanted to ask my contact about spells that burn out eyes. Oh, that's a good call. So you go see Sarkar, the alchemist. Yeah. Uh, he's an old... Old guy, the and, shop. And, uh, and I gotta buy some components to replace the ones I used. Okay. It's like, oh, <sighs> hello, dear. Dear, hello. <laughs> how are you today? Not too bad. And how are you? I'm, I'm fine. We've got some fresh uh, bat wings if you Oh, nice. Ready. I could use some. Oh, really? Good. Well, there's a, it's a, uh, you know, he goes and there's like the old dry ones and then he pulls the sort of fresh jar out from the back. He's like, here, take your pick. Sweet. I'll grab two gold pieces worth. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, I've, I've, there's been a, a, some spell used recently, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. It, uh, basically, it, it kind of like blackened the face a little bit and burned out the eyes. Oh, well, that's, uh, um, give me a moment, and he's going to go check his reference books. Uh,. I'm not finding it in any of the uh, standard works, anything with an effect like that. I mean, I suppose it could happen uh, with a carefully targeted fire spell or something, but uh, hmm, that's that's most odd. Um, have, uh, tell me, did it look as though the eyes were gone, you say? Yes. Hmm. Could it have been... Uh, it's very unpleasant to describe this, but... Uh, could it have been heat or fire coming out of the eyes? Have you considered that possibility? I could be, but I haven't considered that. You know, anything that would do that. Well, that gets us out of the realm of sorcery, and 
proper magic and into uh, into uh, stranger stuff. Uh, uh, stranger things, one might say. One might. Oh, who are you? No. <laughs> uh, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. This. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of any uh, sorcery that would do that. But uh, you might be meddling in the affairs of gods. Consider and that possibility. Back to the old temple. <laughs> and, Perfect. And, and another link we have is uh, this person was carrying with them a mask, but where the eye holes would have been were two sapphires. Oh. Hmm. Wait, do you think that relates to the eyes being gone? That was my first thought. Okay. Yeah. That's uh. Well, that makes my my initial guess a little more logical that uh, that maybe in some way be related, but I can't. I, I know of no such magic. That would okay. Do that. And what do we know of the old temple of the gods? Oh no, we don't <laughs> speak of it. <laughs> Oh, we're, we're thinking of putting a little campaign together and opening the front door, maybe? Oh, that would be great if you wanted to die and kill the rest of us. But, but see, the doors have been closed for thousands of years. I don't yes. think anybody lives there anymore. <laughs> well, in the sense of, yes, no one lives there. There are things in there that in the time of great crisis to the city of Lankmar, you know you're, well, you're a northerner, maybe you don't know these things. Uh, the legends are that uh, when the city is in the gravest peril, the gods of Lankmar come forth. If They are summoned by the iron bell at the top of the temple. But their, their protection of the city is uh, uh, terrible to behold. They uh, will often slay... The foe and innocence alike with equal alacrity. Okay, well, I guess that's all I wanted to know. Don't go in the Temple of Lankmar. Do not ring the bell. I won't. (laughs) I think they're trying to keep us from something. Because we're not ring the bell. You go, ring the bell. All right, you have a good day. Well, you too. Thank you. Enjoy the bat wings. Um. All right. So you've got a mask. You've done some checking around. Um. I'm gonna go ahead and try to run an interlude, and that'll be kind of the end of our Kootenanny. So. On me, I was strange until weeks pass before the next thing happens, which will be next session. You guys pull a job to earn a little money. So. First of all, take whatever you have and divide it by two. Mm. Round down. Point nine gold. And I'm still infinity times richer than I was when this started. So, Deirdre. Yes? And, and I'm going to have you each take a turn from lowest card to highest card. Of telling me about this job. So this is an awkward exercise in joint storytelling. Like your backstory was, kind of. Yeah. Um, but you the, like awkward. Yeah. So, Deirdre, you suffered a grievous injury <coughs> of some sort. So you're going to take one wound from this job. Alright. Explain how it happened. 
which you're kind of wide open with what the job was and what you were after <laughs> and everything else. But explain how it happened, working in something about your character's backstory as you do so. Oh, let's see. Oh, man. Roll 2d6. 2d6. Eight. Uh, roll a d6. One. Uh, what's your agility? My agility is a d6. Okay. Uh, temporarily, you, you got injured in the guts, somewhere between the crotch and the chin. Uh, okay. And it's uh, crippled your agility, so it's a d4 for a while. Okay. Yes, we were trying to uh, loot a warehouse down in the... Uh, uh, the wharf. Okay. And I had uh, fresh meat in there and stuff, and we were trying to break into the office. Um, somehow one of the crates of packed fish with ice in there had broken open, and it was upstairs, so there was ice on the floor and that, so I didn't mind that so much. But uh, when the alarm was arose, I took off running... I slipped on the ice, slid into what I guess could be some sort of little dumbwaiter type thing Mm -hmm. to bring some stuff up, and without resistance, plummeted to the ground, Mm -hmm. slamming against it, one of the boards shot up, hit me in the gut, Mm -hmm. and I had to crawl out of there as fast as I could. All right. I just want to make some media go on. That works. Uh, Dale, somewhere along the way... Wonder is the topic. Somewhere along the way is a glorious vista, ancient wonder, sun-dappled forest, or other thing of beauty. Describe it in character and add a personal anecdote of the most beautiful thing your hero ever saw. Or tell a story of the wonder the wonder might remind you of. So what wondrous thing... to where? Well, in the course of this job, getting there or coming back, oh. or something, you saw a thing of wondrous beauty. What does that stir within your soul? A boat was coming in, in the harbor. It was obviously mm-hmm. foreign from the far-off lands of Tamauchukan. Sure. <laughs> the foreign land of Gilda. Uh, and it reminded me of my time in the army when uh, you were on a we looted a temple and found a reliquary, and it was the most beautiful crown of jewels I ever saw. But it disappeared before I could make off with it. Somebody else beat me to the punch. But it was from that same region that uh, you know the foreign ship came in from. So it made me wistfully think, oh, I'd be so retired and putting my feet up right now if I'd managed to make off with that crown. Who got it? Step. Shecky. <laughs> Shecky. <laughs> no, no. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm not sure... There was a bunch of us that were looting the temple at the same time. We all agreed to keep it in sort of central location. I was, of course, going to double-cross them, but by the time I went in to do it, it was already gone. So, someone in there Double-crossed first. Yes. Fucker. Hmm. That's pretty rough. It is. The King. Gabby Joe. Boone. You and your companions find something of significant value. 
Describe the scene, including what it is, how you found it, and any guardians or obstacles that had to be defeated to obtain it. It was this glorious crowd. (laughs) (laughs) The gift gift should be something of significant worth, but not a game-breaker. In this adventure, it might be... Uh, never mind. Blah, blah, blah. It's referring to things that don't make sense in the city. Sure. So what did you find while looting the warehouse that was a surprise? So, you know, as it turns out, the warehouse was a haven for smugglers. They were moving stolen artifacts, stolen jewelry, things like that. The Ark of the Covenant. So when, so when Deidre... <laughs> say it? Deidre. Deidre. So when Deidre kicked over that crate and toppled and hurt herself, I, I don't know how that happened... Anyway, so when that happened, it turns out inside the crate, buried in the fish, there was this huge gold crown. Craziest thing. <laughs> Dale got this really weird look in his face, too. I don't know what happened. And he started talking about ships and mumbling and string off the distance. Really weird. Anyway, so we took that crown. I wanted to go through the rest of it, but we were kind of perished for time, and the guards were coming. So we booked it the hell out of there with just that. Now we have it sitting on our mantle and our... Shack. I'm sure it's secure there. I mean, nobody messes with us. Nice. Now she's done the water filter. Now we have to use a filter. (laughs) Everyone give me a streetwise check. Modified by your charisma. Three. Five. One. You know of a fence. Uh, Ogo the Blind. And Ogo the Blind, is, 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 this isn't a common fence. This isn't where you mm-hmm. turn in your stolen wristwatches and crap like that. He deals in rare specialty items like this. Okay. So uh, you, you know of a place where potentially, I mean, obviously for a, for a fee, for, for a percentage, you might be able to uh, unload such a unique item. Right, that's kind of the problem with getting a jeweled crown. It's worth a lot of money, but like... Who's going to take it? Everyone knows whose it is. Right. Or it's a... It's a hot commodity. Yeah. It's a hot tamale. Well, let's say we go visit Ogo. See what we get for this. Sure. All right. Okay. Good, I'll go back home and nurse alone. See by the temple. I assume he's not <laughs> No, Ogo the Blind is on Cheap Street. Um, Had a very good fence. <laughs> and only does business <clears throat> after dark. Uh, give me a healing, I'm um, sorry, a uh, vigor roll. Vigor D6. With your minus one. Eight. You're all better by the time this right. takes place. So agility and wound is restored. Uh, you get to the house of Ogo, and uh, a uh, knock on the door, and a young girl, probably 15, greets you, and is like, uh, Welcome. Uh, you're the ones who sent the note about the item? You sent a note? Yes, yes, yes we are. Uh, come in, come in. Okay. Step inside. Uh, I'll warn you, uh, Ogo, being blind, likes to deal with people on an equal footing so that 
interior where you meet him is dark. Okay? I am the eyes of Ogo. Services eyes. So I uh, assess the item, have him handle it, and uh, uh, and then we can make you an offer. So I'm somewhat of his, his assistant. Is that agreeable? So we're going to hand her the crown and walk into a dark room where we can't see anything. <laughs> no, you're going to walk into a dark room and then hand me the crown. It there, it's dimly lit. I mean, you'll you'll be able to see someone. But all right, I. What do we know of Ogo? Is this a trustworthy deal? Ogo's been around for a few years. He's got a good reputation. Okay. Uh, way up out of your league, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he doesn't deal in wristwatches, but he doesn't cross people either. He makes he makes fair offers. He takes about forty percent, so it's 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 pretty there, hefty. But he's, but he's, moving. he's moving difficult to move items. Yeah. Uh, so if that's agreeable, come on in. Let's do it. Okay, get out of the street. And she closes the door and takes you down a short hallway and into a room and kind of guides you to some seats. You're around a table and you see just this kind of humped shape, very hard to make out, sitting at the other end of the table. And the girl says, uh, the item, please? She says, oh. She examines it for a while and she says, all right, it's a gold crown, uh, about a size eight and three quarter. Uh, it's set around its perimeter with rubies and diamonds uh, of between two and three carats weight. Uh, there are a total of 17 rubies and 16 diamonds. And then the uh, eight spires on the crown each have a tourmaline uh, of about four carats weight. Uh, the total crown, the crown itself, I would put at about oh, six and a half pounds. And she sets it down on the table, uh, kind of makes it thump so it makes a sound, and then uh, walks around over by the, the mysterious figure mm-hmm. and uh, picks the crown up and takes it over there uh, to help examine it or something. You can't really quite see what's going on. Um, the room is lit by basically some fireflies. There's uh, certain types of bugs that mm-hmm. make a dim light, and they often will be like trapped in netting to serve as sort of real dim mood lighting. So this is a common thing throughout Lankmar, but it's very, very low light. You know, it's mm-hmm. way less than a candle power in there. Sure. And uh, a voice comes from this shape and says, Hmm. I recognize the uh, style of this work. This is from Ilfmar. Ilfmar. You look like you just remembered that. Oh, yeah, the ship. Uh, <laughs> I believe I can find a buyer for this. Uh, He's on there going, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I estimate it's worth in terms of what I can sell it for, you understand. Uh, at 150 gold, and I'm prepared to offer you 90 gold for it now. That's agreeable. It's a shit ton of money. I could get a new battle axe. I could have two two handed axes, but I can only carry one up. 
90 gold split three ways. It's 30. 30 gold. With that, I can buy 15 gold pieces. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. What the hell? It's money we didn't have yesterday. Yeah. All right. Here's some clinking. You know, money being counted out. Uh, the crown is placed on the table again, and the eyes of Ogo, you know, carefully and very transparently count out 90 gold. And she pushes the stack of money toward you. Marked coins? Oh, yeah. Okay. Real, real Lankmar gold rilks. Uh, uh, it says, agreeable? Sure. Sure. Very well. And she takes the crown, kind of goes off into the shadows and tucks it away somewhere. Says, thank you for your business. Thank you for your generous offer. All right. Let's get out of here. Since we're here, would you have any knowledge (laughs) of this mask? It's something out of our normal (laughs) ken that we came across. Roll initiative. Don't forget to ask more about the Temple of the Old Gods. (laughs) (laughs) She says, No, I don't recognize that type of work. Uh, the, the, what were they? Sapphires? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sapphires are smooth. That's quite unusual. Um, I know that, uh, there's been a demand for warped sapphires of that type lately. Uh, the price on, uh, sapphires has been going up in Lake Mar recently. It may be that, uh, there's more than one of these masks, or that someone is making them. But no, I don't recognize its yeah. significance. So I'd, I'd value that mask at probably a hundred gold, just based on the value of the gems. Huh. And uh, you want to sell that too? O- Ogo, sitting across from me, is like, "Very good. I agree." Just curious because he's blind and he can't see what she's doing. Well, she described. That's true. Would he recognize the work? <laughs> um, do we need this as a clue? I presumably will have to have it at some point, I would think. I don't know. We'll get another one. Let's sell it. Yeah. Impulse, come on. We're would, they even, would you have in, any interest in buying it? Hey, you said worth about 100 She says, uh, this is beneath our business. I mean, the mask is worthless. It's, it's just it's two, gems. two gemstones okay. fundamentally. Damn. You can take those to any gem merchant and get most of their value, you know, from a gem merchant. Okay. All right. Let's leave before things go wrong. She thanks you and sees you out. You've got your money. And I think that's a good place to sunset. Seems like. And we'll resume. Alright, so I got 30. So we're we cutting that in half, too. Which one? Are the 30 is the 30 going to half? No. Because that happens after the half cut. Yeah. So I'll, we'll cut your gold in half at the end of the next adventure. So. so we have the next adventure to get rid of the 30 gold. Which I think <laughs> we should totally buy new curtains for. Chippewa Villa Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions.
Savage Worlds and the Lankmar City of Thieves setting are both published by Pinnacle Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when our anti-heroes experience Deathly Delight. I think we need some more air conditioning in our Updates. place now. <laughs> Brian's deflating. That was the floor creaking. <sighs> yeah. That wasn't me, it was snowy. All right.